This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, October 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nelly. Here's today's headlines. More on pesticide notifications. Low water expectations. Food prices spike and agencies seek WOTUS input. Farm groups tee up debate over pesticide notifications. Ahead of public workshops next month, a coalition of farm groups has submitted comments on a proposed statewide system for notifications of pesticide applications. The State Ag Council led a group of 18 organizations and a letter to the Department of Pesticide Regulation, or DPR. California has the most restrictive pesticide application requirements in the world, reads the letter, which urges DPR to take this into account before adding more. The coalition is advocating for a community education program to counter any fear or confusion generated by the notifications and for the department to first conduct pilot projects to determine best practices. The letter also requests the notifications be limited to adjacent neighbors, to restricted materials, and to 48 hours or less before applications. Water year begins with low storage and low expectations. California's largest source of irrigation water entered a new year this month with one of the lowest storage levels on record. Central Valley Project Reservoirs hold just 3.2 million acre feet of water, less than a third of the storage held in 2017. Power plant generation during the 2021 water year was nearly half of the average production. Reclamation remains all hands on deck and fully committed to planning for another dry year, said Regional Director Ernest Conant in a statement yesterday. During a meeting of the Association of California Water Agencies last week, Department of Water Resources Director Carla Nemeth shared a more ominous vision of the water year ahead. Various forecasting models, she explained, pretend extended dry conditions. It doesn't seem like there's any real path to generating something beyond a zero allocation to the state water project starting in December, said Nemeth. That definitely gets everybody's attention. According to UCLA climate scientist Daniel Swain, the current drought has now narrowly beat out the last one to be the worst on record, which goes back to the late 1800s. Biden announces steps to expand port hours and boost supply chain. President Joe Biden announced yesterday agreements by ports, dock workers, railroads, trucking companies, labor unions, and retailers to drastically expand their hours of operation to ease distribution bottlenecks. The pledges by some of the largest U.S. ports, shipping companies, and retailers to increase the flow of goods will result in the delivery of an extra 3,500 containers per week, that according to White House officials. The commitments being made today are a sign of major progress, Biden said in a speech for the White House. This is a big first step in speeding up the movement of materials and goods through our supply chain. But now we need the rest of the private sector to step up as well. The Port of Los Angeles, FedEx, UPS, Target, Walmart, Home Depot, and Samsung 
have all agreed to increase operations in off-peak hours to speed up distribution, that according to the White House. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. White House links food inflation to big packers. Food prices shot up in September, prompting a new volley from the White House over consolidation in the meat industry. Supermarket prices rose 1.2% last month, helping fuel another increase in the consumer price index. Grocery prices are now up 4.5% over the past 12 months. Beef prices led the way in September, rising 4.8% and 17.6% for the last 12 months. But there were significant increases in prices of other foods as well. Cost of fruits and vegetables was up six-tenths percent last month. The new CPI report came as the administration announced new steps to address supply chain disruptions critical to shippers. The Port of Los Angeles will start operating 24-7. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki yesterday singled out meat packers for blame when it comes to rising food prices. The price of meat is, quote, an issue that has been impacting consumers nearly every single day, Saki said. She said rising meat prices are due in part to, quote, competition and the small number of large meat producers who have a dominance over the market. Counterpoint. Well, the administration can keep trying to pin inflation on the structure of the meat and poultry industry, or it can take action on the labor shortage the ports and supply chain issues, and other basic economic factors that do contribute to inflation. That's Sarah Little, a spokeswoman for the North American Meat Institute. She noted that many other items also have risen in price. Now keep in mind, Roger Siren, the chief economist for the American Farm Bureau Federation, says there have been a number of factors affecting food prices. Transportation, labor, and all sorts of materials have been tough to get, and demand has been out tracing the strained supply all across the economy, he said. By the way, Saki was asked about a meeting of some cabinet members, including Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, on Tuesday night to talk about rising fuel prices. The president has asked his economic team to continue to discuss what the options are to address these shortages, she said. EPA and CORE seek nominations for WOTUS roundtables. The Environmental Protection Agency and Army Corps of Engineers are asking for nominations of locations and dates for a series of regional roundtables on redefining waters of the U.S. and the Clean Water Act. EPA and the Corps plan to hold meetings in December and potentially January, the agency said in a not-yet-published Federal Register notice. The agencies are inviting stakeholders to organize regional participants that will comprise up to 15 representatives. Each nomination must have a proposed slate of participants representing perspectives from agriculture, conservation groups, developers, drinking water, wastewater management, environmental organizations, environmental justice, communities, industry, and other key interests in that region, the agencies say. Here's today's She Said It. We are not the Postal Service or UPS or FedEx. That White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki when asked by a reporter whether the White House could guarantee that Christmas packages will arrive on time as a result of steps the administration is taking to ease shipping bottlenecks. 
Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, October 14th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.